guy said that he loves his leather bed sheets. <laughs> no, he has leather bed sheets. And so that goes. <laughs> oh no! I go. Wait a minute. Billions of years through time and space are perfected now into an ultimate achievement of American design, willpower, and can-do spirit. Aw, shit. We out here. Thank you for joining us. This is uh, Salt of the Streets pre-show live stream episode 63. Is that what we said, right? 63? The mic tried to boob punch me. Uh Uh-oh. So here we are. Again, thank you for joining us. My name is Donovan. I'm Colin. And uh, this is it. We're here. 63, like I said, um, it is Saturday. It's the 29th of June. And today we are going to be talking a lot about uh, the debates that happened. And we're going to use that as a vehicle for the other things that happened over the week. Because there was a little bit of news with Iran. And we're going to talk like some general gun topics. And we're going to talk about some healthcare shit. And... um, so we're we're gonna use that as a vehicle, like I said, to to get us there. There's um, so much to talk about. Yes. Like we could go in any direction here. I'm really excited about it. Yes, because for those who did not watch or did not know, Wednesday was night one of the Democratic presidential debates, and Thursday was night two, and they split it up because there are so many motherfuckers out there running for Democratic presidential candidate so so many. yeah so they split it up 10 one night and 10 the second night and you have a list there of the people do you want to go ahead and read that off for us sure Word. this is so we're gonna do this twice today once for the pre-show once for regular yes, we show are. we're gonna see how fast i can hammer through these things <laughs> night one new york city mayor bill de blasio Ooh. tim ryan hey. is a state oh shit i'm gonna have to look at my notes it's from now. ohio he's ohio representative we got julian castro who is the former um, Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. We got Senator from New Jersey. Yes, under the Obama administration. Um, Cory Booker, the Senator from New Jersey. Elizabeth Warren, uh, Senator of Massachusetts. Beto O'Rourke, former state Texas rep. Amy Klobuchar, Minnesota Senator. Tulsi Gabbard, Hawaii representative. Jay Inslee, the governor of our fine state. Ooh. And John Delaney, who is the former representative Minnesota. of Maryland. Maryland. He was a Maryland rep. Maryland. I think the sixth district, and I might be wrong about that, but <clears throat> either way, he's a state rep. Night two, my favorite, Marianne Williamson, who is an author and spiritualist. We'll just say. She's your favorite? Oh, just for the, oh. the train wreck. Yes, she's my <laughs> she, favorite train wreck. She was great. Um, John <laughs> I Hickenlooper. I didn't who, know who she was before. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I had no, no idea. idea. I had was. to do some some background, and she's very interesting. I didn't even know what she looked like. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> so we had Marianne Williamson, the author, spiritualist, John Hick- Hickenlooper, who is the former governor of Colorado, Andrew Yang, who is an entrepreneur and champion of the Freedom Dividend, Pete Buttigieg, the mayor of South Bend, Indiana, Joseph R. Biden Jr., who is the former vice president, Senator of Vermont, Bernie Sanders, Senator of California, Kamala Harris, Senator of New York, Kirsten Gillibrand, Michael Bennett, who is, as we all know, a former Seahawks player. 
Oh wait, wrong Michael Bennett. Sorry. Uh, he the was first the po- time I heard that. I was like, "What the fuck?" And then they had to clarify because he's politically active and shit. You know, like he's at least outspoken. Michael Bennett's oh, a football yeah. player. He's at least politically outspoken. And I was like, "Hold the fucking phone!" <laughs> but it's not him. It's yeah. not the D end. This Michael Bennett is a senator from Colorado, and then of course the wonderful Eric Swalwell, who is a California state representative. Oh, Swalwell. So that was the long version. We'll do a more compressed one, round two, during the regular show. Yes. Um, Yeah, so it was, you know... It was two hours a night, roughly. Yes. Right? And it was... uh, We'll just say, this was like porn for me. This is like political (laughs) porn, man. Watching ten Democrats get up on stage and fight against each other was just... I don't... I just... I can't explain to you the level of, like happiness that i had over the last two days from watching this it was definitely intriguing there was a lot of i talked a lot you know during it of just like i told jamesley to blow me probably 30 times um, (laughs) because i was so frustrated like you're just such a fucking liar like there's just so much like half truth and dishonesty dishonesty that goes on or that went on at least at these two particular democratic debates you know yeah and i'm like i don't how can you even live with yourself knowing that you're providing only part of this information? It's Dwala, yeah, and yeah. Kamala Harris did a lot of the same thing second round. Yes. Which yeah. was I can't wait to dive into. There's yeah. just so much gold here. It's gonna be a great fucking show. So <sighs> so excited about it. Before we continue, I gotta I obviously need you to tell me what you ate today before I got here. Very similar to what I had last week. I mm-hmm. had a, a little breakfast scam- scramble with potatoes, cheese, eggs, some sausage or not sausage, um, bacon, bacon. Yeah. cottage bacon. Though this time, what's cottage bacon? It's also known as European style bacon, or technically we call center cut bacon. And so it's just made <laughs> from a different part of the pork belly. It's not quite as fatty. It tastes a little bit more like ham than anything else. But I'll show it to you before you leave. Word. It's really it's wicked good. Word. Try it out. Do you have to buy it from the from the butchers? Nah, you just go to the grocery store. Oh, There's no, I mean, I mean, like from the, it. I mean, like from the fucking from the deli the counter, counter at the yeah. No, no, no. This is uh, it's there. You just gotta look for it. Yeah, it's just like when you're looking at the bacon section. There's always like a little corner of like upscale bacon. Oh, and, and it's it's over there. Yeah, and they don't always have it, which is interesting, but yeah, it's pretty good. Definitely worth a try. <laughs> Excuse me, I was watching. <clears throat> we probably have talked about this before, but I was watching. Fuck that's delicious once, which is Action Bronson's yes. food show on Vice, and he went to is that basically where they get hella stone and then eat good food? Pretty much. Okay. Um, and they went to like a deli in Italy, I think, and they ate this ham where the pig had only eaten acorns its whole life. Yes, that and then is it's called... like fucking dry aged for like a million years. Yeah, and then the leg is just sitting there mm-hmm. in the open air, and they just like slice really thin little fucking strips off, and you eat it. I thought that was crazy. I have to look that up real quick. Yeah, there's a there's a particular acorns. name for that, and I think it's called shit. Come on. So it was weird, but yeah, so it's we- like a prosciutto type. Yeah, type yeah, thing, exactly, right? exactly. Stupid good. 
That's sounded like it probably was delicious. Oh know? yeah. <laughs> so I want to ask you about something that I read this week. Um, I read it off of Facebook, you know. So so you know it's true. Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, it was it was a like a meme that, or you know how like on Facebook you can make your own memes, you know. That's like, I know um, that that's a thing. I don't know. How I've never do done it. it either, but like you know, you just take a, a background and put words on it, and oh, it's not even yeah, necessarily yeah, yeah. a picture. It's just like a colored background. That oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So so this one said. Um, if you voted yes on I-1639, then you should stay inside on 4th of July. You can't ban freedom and then celebrate it. I don't. And I wanted to. I don't get that. I wanted to know what you thought about that because I also had a hard time understanding the two. Um, so the real challenge, <laughs> the real challenge here is trying to figure out the jump in logic to yeah. where they went and then mm-hmm. try to figure out at least if their mindset has any validity. Yeah. But on this one, I mean, I guess it's just, so this is if you voted against. If you voted yes on, okay. on I-1639. So if you voted in favor of the gun law too, yeah. which we talked about on a, on a multiple episode, several different episodes, um, which had to do with you know there's like a waiting period that goes in yeah. the requirement with, for the training before pistol right, purchases, right? Right there, and yeah. So um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't see any. I didn't see any language in that talking about fireworks or freedom. So um, that's probably just somebody that's right. you know it's it's the same extension that people just go well taxation is theft. Right. You you vote against guns, that means you're anti-America. And we talked about when we broke it down and put it in like a simplistic terms, you know, this this bill that was passed and is now law that goes into effect in July really has more to do is mostly has to do with um safe storage of guns yeah. and I mean also making sure that there's training involved in people owning certain firearms in their home. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which is something we talked about last week with Jake, which doesn't seem like a stretch to me. You know? No. Um, It doesn't seem unreasonable to me that you should have to have your firearm locked up, you know, in in a certain way. And that's – I think it's personally – personally for me, it's a bigger deal if you have children, but there's all kinds of adults and different people that can get to it that shouldn't have it or that will use it in a way that that is not recommended. You know what I'm saying? So, And that's – Kind of that that point we talked about with Jake about essentially just being a responsible gun owner, right? Means you're doing all these things anyways, right? You're you know you're getting yourself enough training to know what you're doing, whether that's in the older days where you could just learn from your family and friends who had all the guns, but like you still safety <clears throat> and training were always stressed and they are continually stressed, and now you're just making that into legislation. And like, and I can understand not wanting to have to take a class or not feeling like you need to take a class, you know, especially if you're someone who's 40, 50 years old or whatever. And you're like, I've literally been around this in my entire life. I don't understand why now that I want to go and buy another AR-15 when I already have 10, I have to, you know, now go and take a class and I have to wait 10 days and I have to do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I understand that. But the idea of, of a law is not for an individual, but is for the masses, you know, and that's why it's applied to everybody. It's not because you are not safe. It's to keep everyone else safe. You know, that's awesome. You should be applauded for that because you're doing an excellent job. You've, you, I mean, you know what I'm saying? You've used guns correctly your entire life and nothing has ever happened, which is the, that's the idea. You know, that's the whole idea. But we've seen that shit happens, you know, yep. that terrible things happen, whether on accident or on purpose. And it's, it's 
for that and for those people that laws like this are put into place, you know? And if this is unreasonable, if it's ridiculous, it, it will get repealed. Mm-hmm. But we talked about it. We went over the things that are true and are not true about it, you know? It, it's not... I don't it, think it's... It's a conversation that if you have with a, a an open-minded gun owner and you have a... About you know, the facts of discussion. the bill. The yeah. facts of the bill. About what it actually entails. I don't think you're going to get much of any pushback except from the more extreme liber- libertarian-minded Second right. Amendment people type of things. You know what right. I mean? Because there's a lot of different ways to look at the Second Amendment, but the real gung-ho, hardcore ones, I think, look at it through much more of a libertarian mindset, whereas nobody should infringe on you know the Second Amendment rights, period. No training, no nothing. If I want what I want and I can get it, then it's mine. Yeah. You can't say otherwise. And I don't think many people on the whole probably sign on to that kind of ideology. Right. It's just – it doesn't make sense, man. But uh, – Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. So oh, I, Facebook, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so that's that's all. I thought that was pretty interesting, you know. I follow a lot of – like on the Twitters, I follow a lot of the – this weird group of – of younger people that are getting into the political realm mm-hmm. and they're kind of libertarian minded. I don't know how to put it, but they're like young libertarians, but they also are like have conservative views along with some pretty heavy, like traditionally liberal views, yeah. especially on like social issues and stuff like that. And I see some really strange shit come out of there and stuff much like that. And it's, I think that's the libertarian-minded wing of these right. people that just, no, government can't tell me what to do, period. Full <laughs> fucking stop. I could do whatever the fuck I want. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought this was America. So, what do you what do you have up here that you're, <laughs> that you're trying <laughs> to talk to me about? <laughs> so, I'm going to ask you a question first, and then I'm going to go on and tell the story about okay. how this came to exist in my mind. Okay. Have you ever heard, or should I just say, what are your thoughts on leather bed sheets? That's horrible. I don't even like the idea of a leather couch right. to like sleep on, let alone leather fucking. That's horrible. Like actual sheets, not even just like a fucking duvet like a cover. Top sheet. Or, no, this An is a- just like a, like a fitted sheet made of leather. Yep, fitted sheets, pillows, all this stuff. Right. That's horrible. So. I was having a That's conversation a with a thing. buddy of mine the other day, and he was telling me about an experience that his wife had at her work, and she works at a kind of like a religious day school, so it's like a daycare. Like a Montessori school? Maybe. Sure. I don't know enough about Montessori schools to know yeah. what that means, but yeah, it's like a Christian fundamental like daycare preschool okay. type thing, and she works there just as kind of a, a daycare person, takes care of kids. It's and, a nice little helping hand. Um, but the... The head honcho of the school is a man who is married to another man. Okay. So this kind of uh, narrows down some of like the Christian church offshoots of what that would be okay with. Right. That's very interesting. Very interesting. Well, she was having a conversation with her boss the other day about beds and bedding. And I think the, uh, you know, those workers that work at that bed manufacturer that was selling the government beds for the border and shit like that. Right, 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 right. So that just kind of like popped up and then they somehow or other got on the topic of bed sheets and what was the the good kind and the guy said that he loves his leather bed sheets. (laughs) No, he has leather bed sheets? And so that goes... (laughs) Oh, no. I go, wait a minute. 
leather bed sheets. What in the what would you use leather bed sheets for? Why is this a thing? Yeah. And so I Googled it, which was kind of a mistake. And it's a sex thing. And it's I be found a sex thing. this is the the product box that it comes in, so which for those thing. of you who yeah, nobody can see this, it's uh, extreme sheets. And it shows the and back of a naked has man. three X's in it. Yes. So it's not just extreme. It's XXX stream. You yep. know what I'm saying? $125 or $121 on sale right now on comaproducts.com. I guess that doesn't seem like that much for a sheet yeah. of leather. What? So check out this here. The extreme king size Zero sheet reviews. is 100% waterproof. Your extreme sheets are specifically designed to withstand your wildest bedroom play. <laughs> they can be used with all types of lubricants, including oil-based ones that can deteriorate traditional latex rubber, making way for our un or making way for uninhibited fun. Sleeping may be the last thing on your mind, but at the end of the night, <laughs> but at the end of the night, you want to be able to get some rest. Constructed from Exo soft rubber uh, ignites extreme <laughs> sheets can be used for sleep as well as play. Easily wipe away any mess with a non-bleach based household surface cleaner or dish detergent. <laughs> or dish detergent. Or, or you could put them in the uh, you know a standard soap. washer and wash them on with warm water. I have never heard so, so of this is a such thing. a thing. There's a whole set, man. You can get the whole bedroom set if you want. Of pillow pillowcases, sheets. And it's all for doing the nasty. So there you go. That was, and it wipes down clean with a non-bleach rag when you're done. Yep, that's the strangest thing I've ever heard. It's the most disgusting thing I think I've ever heard. Unless well, there's some kind of weird supple softness to them. I'm just, I you know, just envision yourself leather. You breathe wake very up well. and just oh. peel yourself off yeah. your own sheets. That's disgusting. You ever yeah. sit down like in the summer on like. A leather couch or something. Yeah, you sit there for that. a while and you got to get up to go pee or something. And your skin sticks and slides off that leather. Why would anybody want that unless you're getting it for one other Unless purpose. you're fucking on it. That's horrible. Messy I'm not too. horrible, but that's not my idea of... So, yeah. Just think about that. Let that run in your mind for a while. And appreciate that there's a product out there for everyone. Well, I learned two really cool things this week. One of, <laughs> one of them semi-sexual. So, we'll start with that one. So, Since we're on the topic. <laughs> um, so, I've been listening to a podcast that's called 1865. Mm -hmm. That is about... You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Just... I haven't listened to it yet. Oh, it's really good. Wondery, right? Yes. It's really good. So, because uh, it's, like it's like an audio drama about Abraham Lincoln's assassination, right? Mm -hmm. About the aftermath of his assassination. So I learned in this, and this is not a spoiler, so I feel comfortable sharing this with you, that Abraham Lincoln's oldest son's name was Robert Lincoln, right? And there was a period of time where he was courting or engaged with or, you know, whatever to a woman named Lucy Hale. Okay. She was, at the same time that she was courting, doing whatever with Robert Lincoln, she was um, engaged to John Wilkes Booth. Whoa! Yeah. And so I'm pretty sure that that is how he knew where Abraham Lincoln was going to be the night that he assassinated him <clears throat> was Lucy Hale. So Isn't that interesting as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I also. That's unfortunate, man. Yeah. I don't know how something like that happens. Um, 
I mean, yeah. I gotta believe that John Wilkes Booth isn't telling too many people that he's plotting to kill the president, you know? Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't know that much about the, the plot that laid behind the murder of the president, just that it happened, you know? And I know yeah. that it was like a conspiracy with several people and he just was the one that did it, but that's all that I really know about it. So I'm excited to learn more about it through this podcast, right? And, so I, and Wondery makes excellent podcasts. Great podcast. Great Fantastic podcast. podcast. Yeah. Um, I also learned this week about a pair of pistols, 1911s, right? Mm-hmm. That are made entirely out of meteorites. Is that what I'm looking at? On the yeah, yeah. Right there? So these pistols, they're, it's called the Big Bang set, right? Good they're made Lord. entirely out of a meteorite. And the meteorite was found fucking in Gibeon, Namibia, right? That's where it was found. Jeez. Um, Blood so meteors. let me read you part of this, right? Because Are there stars on that trigger? Yes. That is fucking yeah, badass. Because it's written like a sci-fi novel, right? Um, after billions of years of travel, a meteorite hurtled to Earth in Gibeon, Namibia during Earth's prehistoric times. Unknown to Western civilization until the early 1800s, pieces were used by the ancient Nama people in the construction of tools and weapons. In 2015... Its destiny not yet fulfilled. The hands of Cabot Gun's master craftsman wrapped around a 77 piece of unshapen, 77 pound piece of unshapen material and so began a transformation. We too, like the men of yore, saw in it the potential to shape earthly perfection from materials of the cosmos. That is, that's a line, man. Yes. So, <laughs> destined Jeez. to be different. Cabot's innovative design and manufacturing team tackled a project that is without peer in feats of modern human engineering. From a space rock, we crafted a complex and precise mechanism. We unlocked the ancient sequence of a a lifeless hunk of iron-nickel alloy, formed it, and gave it breath with which to speak, showcasing an otherworldly creation to the world. Billions of years through time and space are perfected now into an ultimate achievement of American design, willpower, and can-do spirit. That's like... (laughs) Dude, in the Star Wars universe, that's the Emperor's pitch on the fucking Death Star. Yeah. Set on accomplishing the impossible... Cabot Gun set out to do something truly different in the creation of the Big Bang pistol pistol set. Small parts and accessories have been long made from exotic and uncommon materials, but never before has an entire modern weapon been crafted from such a coveted medium. Even that we couldn't settle for, so we built two. A matched left and right, serial numbers individualized to reflect the geographic earthly coordinates from where the Gibeon meter came to rest on our planet. The pistols are fully functional and resultant of their national match barrels. Jesus Christ. National match barrels accurate, verified both on the. F- I know there's no way I fucked that up. The pistols are fully functional and resultant of their national match barrels, accurate, verified both on the rest and in-offhand shooting, leaving nothing to chance in terms of functionality. Our engineers used electron beam technology to meticulously add bimetal support only to the frame slide rails, hammer, guide rod, and extractor of the Big Bang set, and the pistol's components down to the barrel, bushing, and trigger are 100% Gibeon meteorite. I mean, 
That's fucking badass. Do you want to know how much they cost? <sighs> Probably not. <laughs> guess how much they cost. I'm going to guess. So these are one of a kind? Yes. A single set. 100% one of a kind. It's a set. 100% Gibeon Meteorite. Never before has such precision been applied to making of a meteorite weapon. Kings, pharaohs, and conquerors have historically carried, both for ceremonial and practical purposes, weapons of unmatched construction and aesthetic appeal. So now, may a modern sovereign carry at their sides and in their hands a weapon with no earthly equal. The Cabot's Guns Big Bang Pistol Set, available now and never to be made again. How much do you think it costs? I a wild guess here. Let's just say 10k a pop. They are going to be auctioned off Millions. starting starting at four and a half million dollars. <clears throat> of course. Yep. Look at that. Four and a half million. Four and a half million start. dollars. Auction date to be announced. Well, they'll, yeah, they'll sell for that. Isn't that fucking absurd? That's killer. Made I mean, entirely really of a cool. meteorite. That's so cool, though. Look how fucking cool they look. Oh, man, they look mean. And so we were talking about it at work. And uh, as cool as that is. It's ridiculous, but it's cool. So many other things I could do with four and a half million dollars that I would. <laughs> this is not where I would start. No. You know what I'm saying? I could make a gun that's totally individualized for myself for way less than four and a half million dollars. Oh, yeah. I would do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can make a gun covered in diamonds for less than four and a half million dollars. You definitely can. <laughs> and that's, yeah. Yeah, I Meteorite. thought that was crazy. But yeah, dude, check those things out. What's the, the website? Cabotguns.com? Cabotguns.com. Yeah. They're super just cool looking. Yeah. And so it's a pair 1911. So you know they're fucking beast. But like if I had, I wouldn't even want to shoot them. Yeah. That's, the I know. Thing. Like I don't even want to shoot them because what if something does happen? Yeah. You know, like I don't, that doesn't seem worth it to me. I don't know. Yeah. No. I mean, those are just really expensive uh, collector's items. I don't mean worth it to buy them. I mean, worth it to risk shooting them once you've purchased them. Do you yeah. Know? Like, once you have them, do you actually shoot them? Or do you just let them sit in a box and you, like, show them off to people and you fuck around with them? Yeah, people just gonna like, throw that shit in a glass case. Man. Like, how you can't really shoot that, you know? <clears throat> well, I don't know. It depends on what kind of metal it is. You it's can. That. It's They're fully yeah. functional. It says you can. But I mean, like, per, like morally, personally, like, can you, you know? No. Like, certainly you have the ability. It's they too are, nice to use. They are made to be fired. Those are, You can pull those out when the zombie apocalypse hits. And you'll be the most badass motherfucker around, yep. roll around with meteorite hand cannons. That's when I would use those. Yep. Is only during the, the zombie apocalypse, in which case if they break, I'm like, that's cool. I'm going to go find another one. And you'd, you'd roam from town to town, clearing, clearing the zombie presence out. Fucking and people meteorites. would call you the spaceman. The spaceman. Meteorites <laughs> in hand. Spaceman come. Everyone going to die. The next season of Walking Dead. Does anybody even watch that show anymore? By the way, um, <clears throat> that's still out. They can't. It's still there. They are still making it. Um, but Why? I, I can't believe that that that's really it's still going. You know, it I can't seems believe so weird. Actually, really watching it. You know, yeah. um, I don't know because like everybody died off. Yeah, and that's at that point. You know, like I said, it's like it's like with Grey's Anatomy last week. Like after, uh, after Asian Doctor is gone, there's no fucking point. You know, yeah, after certain cares? people are gone, mm-hmm. who gives a shit, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. So um, I don't remember why I wrote this down, um, but for some reason we were talking about people of color last week at work, right? Like just the idea of like people of color mm-hmm. and 
the term I think people of color, not like, isn't it so weird that people are different colors? Like not that, but like the term people of color. Mm -hmm. And so I posed the question to Casey that I now want to pose to you. Um, what do you think would happen if, because we've talked before, I'm a quarter Mexican, right? So Mm -hmm. what do you think would happen if I started posting pictures on myself, hashtag and like POC and like calling myself like a person of color? (laughs) Do you think that that would, register a problem for me on social media yes and i would become like a yes. like a rachel dolezal type yeah, i was just gonna say why do i have rachel dolezal come to mind here? uh yeah no i don't I think, think you can get away with that um it 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 gets weird because there's you know it's so fucking subjective this whole identity politics bullshit because i and don't it's like you don't look like a person of color so right. you just cannot be and that's the argument that a lot of us have against identity politics is it doesn't matter what you look like on the outside. Yeah. What it matters is the combination of life experience and so on and so forth that make up your thought processes today to give the opinions that you carry today. That's what's important. Not yeah. some so, – what's the word I'm looking for? Some uh, random trait about yourself that – it's totally unchangeable. And, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, there's a word for that, and I'm losing it all of a sudden. But yeah, it, I, that's stupid. Yeah. No, I don't. First of all, <clears throat> do yourself a favor and don't do that. Because <laughs> that's just trouble right there. Second and, of all, do you a favor and don't do it because it'll cause us problems on the show. Actually, at this point, controversy would probably be a good thing. Go ahead. Let her might, fly, might bro. Be good for us. And I thought it was because like I don't I don't identify myself that way. Like I don't like call myself a person of color, mm-hmm. but I certainly don't call myself white. You know, I mean, I do, but not like like when I fill out a form, I definitely I definitely mark, you know, Hispanic because I am Hispanic. Like I get, you know, I get to check that box. But I also am generally put into the category of white. Um, because that's because the color of your skin. Because that's how I look. When know? I was in, even though I'm a little bit tan, you do tan up very nice. Bit, yeah, you know, you do have a very <laughs> good complexion when you're out in the sun. I think you, I don't remember if it was off cast or on cast last week, but you're talking about how like you go outside and pull your shirt off and just not get burnt all day. Yeah, compared to like if Jordan walks outside or just normal people, or normal you know, people. go outside and actually have to put sunblock on and shit. It's nice. You know, <clears throat> hey, nice. when, no, I don't, I don't want to go there. No, no. <laughs> actually, to be honest, I totally forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> That's all right. It happens. Oh, actually my, uh, my time's up. So I guess I'm done. <laughs> uh, so there was one thing that did happen this week too, that kind of got my attention and I don't remember where I heard it from or where it came from at all, mm-hmm. but it's, this has to do with that Project Veritas shit that came out this week and the, yes. the Google stuff, which I don't think we're probably really going to get into this week. No, not Debates this week, take probably. precedent. Um, but it's just in that, that world of big tech, we have, we have this new commodity called data, right? And I think this was on a Ben Shapiro show ad read, to be perfectly honest, but it got me thinking. With the oncoming of social media and what it has become – they tapped into a previously unknown commodity, which is your personal data. Yes. Your data, right? And the problem is, is as a society, we didn't know that our data was a commodity. And now that we've discovered that it is, we have signed away our rights to that commodity. 
by not paying attention to service agreements when exactly we, when we sign up for shit but nevertheless what are your thoughts on the concept of data as a commodity that you should get paid for if somebody's going to sell your information to someone else. I certainly don't hate the idea of it, you know, because when you get stopped on the street or in the mall to take a survey, generally they'll give you fucking 10 bucks, you know. They literally never be, had that happen to me one time. There used to be a storefront in the mall um, that was called fucking something, something information collection, and you could go really? there and sign up to do surveys. That's and cool. they would just call you and you would like try products and do it would either be like my mom got they gave her a block of cheese once like a new brand of cheese that these people this whatever company was trying and it was in like a nondescript package when she got it you know interesting and they're like just try it a bunch of different ways put it on a sandwich fucking you know melt it do different shit with it and then after a week come back and fill out a survey on how to do it. It's that new government cheese. I did one on lemonade once. Ooh. Like I went and tried like four or five different kinds of lemonade. And like you ate a cracker in between, you know, and like so talked about, about which one. What you time period better. was this when you were like growing up? I was in junior high. So 13, 14. So I was, it was like, like 2008, 2009, 2007. That. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, and it was probably there a couple of years before that, but. Yeah. I know that it existed at that time because I went there and I took part in it. You oh, know? yeah. So I don't hate the idea of that because that's generally how that works. Yeah. Um, or you just, you know, agree to a random survey on the street because mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, fuck it. I got 10 minutes, you know. But yeah, I think that certainly ad- if you're going to profit to the to the tune of millions or billions of dollars yeah, right? off of my personal information. You yeah, know? you can go right the fuck. Give me a give me a cut of that, bro. It's my shit. At least give me like some free ads on Facebook, you know. Something. Give me, give me something. <laughs> give, me something. Like, <laughs> give me a couple of free boosts or something. Oh, the boosts. Yeah, we gotta do that again this week, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> mm. Well Why is there a new bill coming? No, this was for like an ad read that Shapiro did, I think, on oh. the show. And it's a company that says, Hey, all these other companies are selling your data without you knowing why don't you sign up with us you give us access to your data we sell it and we give you a portion of what we make off of it really and i'm going eh, i mean good idea but i'm not fucking signing up for that <laughs> for someone to sell your information no, my dna is already out there in the world thanks to the dna test oh so i don't want any anymore they have all my data yeah. anything everything that genetically makes me who i am they already have on file, which is kind of a scary thought. When you, because a couple of weeks ago there was an episode of the Daily where they were talking about like you know the genetic fucking database or whatever online of people's things from the different interest ancestry websites. Mm-hmm. I don't think I heard that one. Have you? Oh yeah, yeah. It on was like a, it was, I was like, like oh a let series, me check my phone. Oh, it's like <laughs> a series about how they caught the Golden State Killer and like a couple oh. other. And so they were talking about, you know, but was in larger terms about the way that this database was being used. And I will almost wanted to go on there and put my shit in there just to be like, what's up? Like, is there is there anyone else, you know? Well, yeah, because there is kind of a cool thing that goes along mm-hmm. with that because the more data they acquire, they make new connections all the time. And they update your profile on Ancestry all the fucking time. Right. And it gets more and more refined as time goes on. I was kind of not real thrilled with the the 
outcome, I guess, of what I got, what I sent in. Because it was just really generic. Right. It wasn't really specified. But I noticed recently, I went back on and checked, and some of those areas, especially in the Western Europe areas, that was just essentially a big fucking bubble that spread all the way to the UK and stuff. A lot of that has shrunk down even more. Really? So it's getting tinier and tinier. And I'm like, ooh, this is... Now it's getting pretty cool. That's what's up. I so haven't I'm looked back at mine in a really long time. I wonder if it's changed at all. Yeah, you got to check it out. Yeah, because all the different companies do it differently too. Uh-huh. You know, um, like 23andMe will talk about fucking like diff- different genetic indicators you have, you know, and stuff like that. So, Which I don't really want that. That's kind of terrifying to me. Yeah, that's that's shit for people's gonna freak themselves out. You know? Yeah, I don't want that. No, uh, but that's 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 pretty much everything I have for the pre-show. Yeah, if, uh, if you're ready, uh, we can hit our our social medias because we didn't do that when we first started. But I want to thank everybody for joining us here on uh, our Facebook. Obviously, at Salt of the Streets, we have our own personal social medias. Um, at I am at Salt of the Street on Twitter and Alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram, and he is at Big Bird Afi on both of those things. Um, all of our videos go onto our YouTube uh, at Salt of the Streets. Uh, you know, like, rate, review us, obviously, hit the bell, subscribe, notify, all that stuff. Tell all your uh, friends. Yeah, let everyone know that we're doing this so that, you know, we can get paid and quit our jobs and do this instead for a living because that's full time. That's what we want to do every so, day. Yeah. So, so help us do that. Um, thank you again for joining us. It's going to be a great show this week. Everyone have a good weekend. Thank you. Peace out. <laughs>